Shalom, and welcome to Parasha Highlights and Insights. This is Rabbi Abraham Fisher, and this week's parasha is Akev. This is a continuation of Moshe's uh, second address to the people of Israel, uh, in which he talks to them about the subject of the mitzvot. Uh, that's the middle section of uh, the book of the book of Devarim, and uh, it's really the largest section of the book of Devarim uh, on the subject, as I said, of mitzvot. He started this topic uh, in last week's parasha, and he continues it uh, in Akev. Uh, he begins by talking in uh, some detail about the reward for keeping mitzvot, the mitzvot. The reward uh, is essentially in the area uh, areas of prosperity, material prosperity, uh, also health and security. Uh, seem to be uh, the most important things that uh, a person and a nation uh, could could ask for, and that will all come from uh, obedience to the uh, will of Hashem, the obedience to the mitzvot. Moshe uh, proceeds uh, to tell the people uh, not to be afraid of the inhabitants of the land. Remember, uh, Moshe talking about the mitzvot is preparing the people of Israel uh, to enter uh, Eretz Yisrael. Uh, and when they enter the land, they will encounter the native people there. Moshe says, do not be afraid of them. Hashem will aid you and will protect you and take no idols. Be very, very clear about uh, rejecting entirely, uh, rejecting the uh, any of the uh, entrapments of idolatry. Moshe, once again, uh, looks back at the lessons of history, the lessons of uh the, their experience as a people, and uh, he ta- he wants the people to take away from the, their forty year journey uh, essentially four uh, four lessons. One, trust Hashem. Uh, remember, He has uh, given you trials. He he, uh, he has tested your ability uh, in order for you to develop trust in Him. After all. Uh, it is through the trials of life that we grow. Uh, and Hashem has provided all your needs. So the first takeaway is to trust Hashem. The second takeaway is that Hashem will bring you safely to the land of Israel. And it's at this point that Moshe uh, talks in some uh, detailed details about uh, the amazing land of Israel. Uh, he says that the land of Israel... Uh, depends constantly on Hashem's providence. Uh, the example of this is, of course, the rain, uh, because uh, Israel relies upon the rain. It's not like uh, Egypt, where uh, the water of the land is provided by the Nile, which, const- which uh, periodically overflows. In Israel, we have to look to Hashem uh, for, uh, for the rain. So we're constantly reminded of how Hashem uh, takes care of us. Uh, the land of Israel is rich in produce and in resources. And when you uh, benefit from 
the produce and resources of the land, Moshe says, you are to bless Hashem, both for the food as well as for the land. And this, as we will say shortly, is uh, the source of the mitzvah of Birkat Hamazon, uh, saying the grace after meals. The, so that's the second takeaway. Hashem will bring you safely to the land of Israel. The third takeaway of the 40 years is that when things go well in the land, do not forget Hashem. Uh, Hashem has taken care of you. Uh, this has mostly been miraculous, uh, but Hashem is not going to be as open uh, about his, uh, his support and protection. Um, so you have a responsibility in your prosperity and security, uh, not to forget Hashem. Remember all he has done and will continue to do for you. And the fourth takeaway is a warning. If you worship idols, you will be destroyed. That's what uh, you must uh, remember uh, after these 40 years of traveling uh, through the desert. The next section of the parasha is where Moshe gives B'nai Israel a rather sobering uh, message, which is that uh, you're about to enter the land and you're going to take possession of the land, but don't think that that is because of how righteous you are. It's really because of the wickedness of the current inhabitants. And so uh, Moshe reminds B'nai Israel of how Hashem uh, deals with idolatry. Uh, that's why the inhabitants of the land are being expelled uh, because of their idolatry. And you know yourself from your own experience um, when you embraced idolatry, of course, referring to the sin of the golden calf, um, how uh, how you were punished. And at this point, Moshe also uh, makes a reference to other sins uh, that took place in the wilderness uh, without getting into specifics, but uh, various places where uh, uh, B'nai Yisrael tested Hashem, uh, tried Hashem's uh, uh, tolerance, um, and they have to remember uh, these uh, events as well. Uh, as Moshe is retelling the sin of the golden calf, um, and uh, he was able to obtain a uh, a stay of execution for the Bnei Yisrael. Uh, he went back up to Har Sinai for another 40 days. He prayed for forgiveness and received the second tablets and uh, built an ark in order to put them in. Uh, then there is a, uh, a time when Moshe talks about other events in the, uh, in the wilderness, uh, the death of Aharon, the selection of the tribe of Levi, um, but we are also reminded that uh, at the end of Moshe's uh, prayers of another 40 days and 40 nights, Hashem uh, uh, granted Moshe's request that B'nai Yisrael be, uh, be spared. And so uh, with, uh, with all of this awareness of what has happened in, in the past and projecting towards the future, uh, Moshe boils it down to one essential question, which is, what does Hashem demand of you? Uh, Hashem has done so much for, for you. What does he want, ask of you? And uh, Moshe answers this question. Uh, he says that Hashem demands awe, that's to say reverence, obedience, love, and service. 
that's all your responsibility. You have to, uh, you have to initiate that. Uh, it's not going to happen automatically. Uh, Moshe reminds them that Hashem chose your ancestors, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, out of all of the peoples of the world. So you have a responsibility to continue their legacy. You must be loyal to Hashem, and that means pursue justice and also love the stranger. Remember all that he has done and will continue to do for you. Moshe returns to the subject of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, mentioned earlier that Hashem has special care for the land of Israel, uh, where Israel relies on rainfall, which is unlike Egypt. Uh, and this is a sign of God's constant providence. Hashem is constantly involved in the uh, prosperity of the land of Israel. Uh, towards the end of the parasha, uh, we have uh, what we know as the second paragraph of the Shema, uh, because Moshe is uh, developing the subject of, of the mitzvot, and what he's talking about at this point is uh, what's known as Kabbalat Ol HaMitzvot, the acceptance of the yoke of mitzvot. In other words, that the Bnei Israel have to accept upon themselves as, as individuals um, the consequences of uh, fulfilling the mitzvot as well as the consequences of uh, disobeying. If you obey, the land will be blessed with prosperity. If you stray, you will be punished with poverty. Moshe repeats the mitzvah of tefillin. Moshe repeats the obligation to teach Torah to our children. He repeats the mitzvah of mezuzah and concludes by reminding uh, Israel of uh, Hashem providing continued security. At the very, very end of the parasha, Moshe uh, returns to this, the subject of the reward for keeping the mitzvot, uh, which is that there will be, uh, B'nai Israel will have victory over the other nations, and they will be secure not only in taking possession of the land of of Israel, but also securing and maintaining the possession of the land of Israel. But that will depend entirely on fulfilling the mitzvot. Now, I would like to return to the part of the parasha where Moshe uh, introduces the mitzvah of Birkat HaMazon. Uh, Moshe says what kind of a land this is, a land that has, it's a good land, a land that has streams and springs and fountains. Uh, it's a land of, and here Moshe lists the seven uh, types of produce that are always associated with the land of Israel. Two grains, wheat and barley, uh, and five uh, additional fruits, uh, Grapes, figs, pomegranates, olive, uh, and uh, and dates—a uh, land where you will you will have everything that you need. You will uh, you will not uh, lack for anything. Uh, you'll be able to obtain rocks and copper uh, from the land, so you will be living in prosperity. Uh, and Moshe concludes the with the uh, statement that is the source of the mitzvah of Birkat Hamazon. When you eat and you are satisfied, you shall give thanks to Hashem, your God, for the good land which He has given you, meaning to thank Hashem for the food as well as the land itself. 
I'd like us to look at the comments of two different Mepharshim. Uh, one is the Ramban and the other is the Sephorno. Uh, the, the Ramban, uh, in reading these these uh, verses, especially when you eat and you're satiated, you will bless. So the Ramban says, well, it will be natural. Since you will remember how difficult it was when you were living in Egypt, uh, all of the affliction of the wilderness, but when you will be in your own land, not in anyone else's land, not wandering from place to place, you'll be stationary in uh, the land and the land will support you you will bless God. It will be natural uh, to bless God uh, for all of this. And, of course, the Ramban reminds us that this is the source of the mitzvah of saying birkat hamazon, uh, grace after meals, uh, after eating a meal uh, that is uh, filling, a meal that includes bread. Um, so we have not only a natural reaction, according to the Ramban, but we also have a mitzvah. Uh, namely, that uh, when you reach this this point uh, of satiation, uh, you should give thanks to him, bless him uh, for the food as well as for uh, the land. So this connects you to the reminder uh, that the land of Israel is an internal inheritance for you. Uh, the Sephorno has a slightly different way of uh, reading this verse. He says that the reason why Hashem blesses you in this way is so that you will remember that all these that uh, uh, all these that from Him are all these things. In other words, according to the Ramban, the blessing the blessing flows from the prosperity, from the satiation, from the appreciation of the land, from the appreciation of the land comes the uh, first uh, natural uh, desire to bless and second, the mitzvah to bless. The Sephorno turns it uh, around. He says that Hashem bl uh, gives you everything uh, so that you remember that all these things come from, uh, from Hashem. Uh, that, is, that will still be your responsibility uh, to uh, to be aware of it. Two different perspectives between the Ramban and the Sephorno as to how to understand this uh, pasuk, and it also sheds light on their approach to the uh, to the mitzvah of Birkat Hamazon. Is Birkat Hamazon a response to prosperity? That's the Ramban. Or is Birkat Hamazon a way of appreciating that the prosperity comes from Hashem and not to forget uh, that it comes from Hashem. I thank you very much for joining me uh, on this exploration of Parashat Ekev. This has been Rabbi Abraham Fisher for Parashat Highlights and Insights, saying Shalom.